0: It's a health-wise free clinic this morning. So give us a call on zero three nine five four Dr. Rajbans in the house, President of the Malaysian Wellness Society. Uh, first question right here. Alvin, what's your question? I have a seven-month-old boy.
1: So far, he has only turned two or three times, you know, roll over.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so is that normal?
0: Have you seen your pediatrician?
1: I have, actually. He didn't raise any concern. It's just that uh, uh,
0: I'm,
1: only, I'm only being concerned, yeah.
0: Is this your first child?
1: Uh, yes, that's right. <laughs> okay.
0: Daddy, don't worry too much about it. So, Doc, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I think uh, we should already see his pediatrician. So, I think shouldn't worry because every child is different and, you know, some start something later, like, you know, for him, he's concerned about, you know, the child rolling around. I think that looks quite okay as long as all the other parameters are normal. So, you know, each of us have our own, you know, when we're growing up, each will have their own different timelines and genes and all that play a role. So, as long as the pediatrician is happy, I think he just uh, keeps... Keep an eye and just, you know, and mm-hmm. do make sure you do the follow-ups with your doctor so that uh, they also can monitor.
0: All right. Well, coming up, uh, Jeffrey has a skin disorder he is very concerned about. We'll try and determine what that is. And if you have a question for Dr. Rajabhan's, a medical one, give us a call on 0395433333. Right now, here's Daniel Pouter on light. It's a health-wise free clinic this morning, so give us a call with your questions or send us a message on our DG Light line. And we received a question via our DG Lightline at 16 510 from Jeffrey, who says, I'm 53 years old. I do not have high blood pressure or cholesterol issues. I'm non-diabetic. My BP is 120 over 80, and my diet is usually uh, lots of vegetables with very little meat, no seafood. And he sent us a picture of his legs. And um, well, his issue is that one doctor said it was eczema, another doctor said it was psoriasis, and the leg looks quite bad. But he said that there is no pain and no itching. It's just the discoloration, and the skin is very dry and peeling, with uh, occasional wet discharge. What could it be, Doctor Rajbans? What do you think this is?
1: This looks like eczema, you know, and uh, but with the discharge already, he's got a bit of secondary infection on top of it. Now psoriasis also can be a differential but psoriasis you also get you know see whether you got lesions a uh, bit of dry skin under the scalp at the back of the ears at the back of the elbows so these are common areas of psoriasis and they only occur in a few areas but just to be in the legs now it looks a lot like eczema now eczema is basically a, a skin disorder where you got a lot of free radicals attacking your own body's uh, skin cells and so I think you have to still look and see whether you have to really look at uh, his overall diet I would still take a though he's taking a lot of fruits and vegetables, is very good, which is what will help. Uh, I suggest he cut off all sort of refined carbs and lot of those, you know, foods with preservatives, uh, what I call junk food. Yeah. Uh, maybe try some vitamin C and probiotics, and go back and see a skin specialist. Make sure it's uh, you know not psoriasis, uh, you know, like we. He thinks so because that the treatment is completely different. Uh, but I think he should try the lifestyle, some supplements, and uh, get the correct diagnosis for his leg from a skin specialist.
0: All right, okay. And if you have any questions for the good doctor, it's 0395433333 or text RDG Lightline at one six five one zero double eight double eight. Ms. Fong is a CP patient with nerve pain. We'll address her questions next here on Light. It's a health-wise free clinic with Dr. Rajbans, president of the Malaysian Wellness Society. And we have another question via our Digi-Lightline at 16 510 It reads, uh, Hi, Dr. Rajbans. I am a CP patient, had multiple correction surgeries on both of my legs. Recently, I have nerve pain on the scar of my left foot. I've seen an orthopedic surgeon, but he said nothing much he can do to fix this problem. He recommends physiotherapy exercises. What is your opinion on this? this this is from Miss Fong, Doctor Adjibans. I'm not uh, clear what a CP patient is. Is this cerebral palsy?
1: Actually, I'm also not very sure, but uh, someone in multiple surgeries on so the legs, that could be one of the causes, you know, something that was there from young. And that's why you needed multiple surgeries. And the problem now is nerve pain. We don't know why that nerve pain is coming. Is it something local? Is something up uh, the spine that's compressing the nerve? Now, I would uh, physiotherapy is a good idea. That's something they can sometimes help you. Taking supplements like B12 sometimes helps nerve pains. And if that doesn't help, you actually go back and ask a doctor for it. Actually, there are medication for nerves. You know, you have certain medications that work just on the nerves. So people with things like spondylosis or Mm -hmm. neuropathies have these medications that they can use, uh, you know. These are nerve stabilizers and uh, this actually can quite, you know, really help to relieve the pain if it's definitely a nerve pain. So first, try physiotherapy. Uh, If the orthopedic surgeon feels there's nothing else causing it but just the nerves, then she can uh, try B12. This nerve medication doesn't work. She probably has to go and see a neurologist to get a nerve condition done to right. see exactly where is that problem coming from
0: okay well i hope that helps you miss fong now of course if you have a question for dr rajbans it's zero three nine five four three double three double three next we'll address natasha's questions about b12 vitamins here on light it's a health wise free clinic with dr rajbans president of the malaysian wellness society and we have a voice note from Natasha. She's from UKM. She says, I have some questions. I went vegan seven months ago, and I didn't take any B12 vitamins. I have a few vegetarian friends who don't take any B12 either. Is this a problem if I don't take these vitamins? And if so, where else can I get B12 other than in supplements? I am 22 years old. So, B12, <laughs> Dr. Rajvan's It's funny you just mentioned it uh, one yeah. caller before.
1: Yeah, and I think uh, that's one of the issues with vegan that... Uh, is b12 of course the other one is amino acids proteins you know whether you're going to get enough proteins but mostly if you take a variety of vegetables you definitely can get enough proteins and all all the required amino acids that you are you know which cause amino acids are essential uh, amino acids and same with vitamins vitamins are essential b12 again to get from vegetables a bit difficult if you're taking eggs then you're okay because you know they have B12 in eggs, uh, but otherwise, that's one of the things I find in vegans is that they can have B12 deficiency. Seldom occurs when you're young and you're eating a variety of uh, you know foods, but uh, if you get older, it gets even a bigger problem because uh, your intrinsic factor that's used to absorb the B12 also gets decreased. So, with decreased f- uh, intake from food, we decrease intrinsic factor for elderly, it's a really a big issue, and so absorption decreases. And sometimes, even oral tablets don't work, we use injections, but for someone at 20 too I would uh, if you are taking eggs then I wouldn't be worried if not I think you have to go and see which re- foods really contain I'm not sure whether the vegetables really contain in B12 so right. uh, not very true on that but you have to go and do your own research and one of the things you can do is maybe since you're already on vegan for 7 months wait for a year and then just go and do a B12 level Mm, you know, okay. it's not cost much. It's just the a blood, blood test. test. You know, and see where's your B12 level. If your B12 level is low, then you might have to supplement.
0: All right. Hope that answers your question, Natasha. It's a health-wise free clinic and you can call us on 0395433333. Coming up, Paul has a question about yo-yo dieting and heart attacks. We'll address his question next here on Light. It's a health-wise free clinic with Dr. Rajbans, president of the Malaysian Wellness Society.
1: I'm a type 2 diabetic, and because of my diabetes, uh, I had a heart attack. At the time, my BMI said I was overweight, very close to obese. So now it's been quite a few years. I've had a few more weight increase and decrease and so on. So I'm I'm now trying to get everything under control. My current weight now is about 79
0: kilograms. Mm-hmm.
1: My weight when I had the heart attack was about 89 kilograms.
0: Right, okay.
1: So I'm wondering what I can do to go further because uh, I, I have this tendency that once I lose a bit of weight, that's it, okay, I'm done. And then I gain it back really, really yeah. fast. So what can I do in terms of, getting my diabetes under control and also getting
0: my weight under control well there you go yo-yo dieting Dr. Yeah, Rajabans, yeah? we I mean, all do it
1: I mean he, he's quite well uh, informed mm-hmm. he knows uh, the problems he knows he's got diabetes he knows he's got a heart attack so I think the issue here is more of a mental rather than a physical thing you know he knows I'm sure he knows what he needs to do uh, but it's very he can maintain that because you know he, he diets gets loses weight, and then he just like stops you know because for me I believe that when you change something to create a new habit you do it for 30 days mm-hmm. you know and then it comes a habit and you maintain and whatever you're going to do whatever diet or exercise it must be something you're going to look for long term that you not be something you do for 2 weeks 2 months and then you know you mm-hmm. get better and then pop, you relapse again so I would suggest that he actually get a, a friend or a, someone you can work with or you know someone like a coach or maybe get a, a sort of a lifestyle or fitness coach to work with for a while who can guide him on what to do to you know maintain the nutrition the exercise and look at it on a long term basis because if you don't do that diabetes is not going to get control weight goes up another heart attack will come and you know each time that happens your heart is going to get weaker and can be get fatal so I think it has to be a mental decision here that he has to make a change in his life and there's no two ways about it you know prevention is still better than cure uh, so you already have an issue you already have a problem get someone to help you and uh, maybe working with someone who can guide you towards a healthier lifestyle something to maintain a long term diet exercise plan that will help you lose weight control your diabetes and prevent another heart attack
0: alright well thank you so much for your wise words this week Dr. Rajbans any other thoughts for us uh, I think
1: the last one was uh, interesting because I find a lot of people are in this uh, sort of dilemma where you know there are a lot of them are uh, into metabolic diseases and it's not easy because you know with our busy schedules our stress the food so easy, easily available you know whether you can be at night you can go out and have something in the you know Mm -hmm. 2 o'clock in the morning so it's a challenge for people to stay healthy that's why we are having a real epidemic of uh, diabetes and obesity so I think it's, again, a mindset change that and I think you need to get support of people who are like-minded, who want to be healthy. And then together, maybe you can start a journey that will m- move towards wellness and prevention rather than fall into the sickness cycle.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Ajwant. Thank you.